Hey, everybody. What are you doing? I was getting ready for a drum roll. Oh, go ahead. I like a good drum roll. Oh. <laughs> Who are you, Captain Holt? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Voyage to First, First Vintage. God, I can't speak. We're out of practice. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Voyage to First Vintage. That was so good. We are your hosts, James and Danielle Frost. I'm Danielle. I don't know. I'm I'm James. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you could tell our <laughs> voices apart. Um, and this week we're bringing you another interview episode. Woohoo! These um, are my favorite. Yeah? Yeah. I'm good. I just like, so we were talking to James's dad this weekend and he was like, oh, you know, I, I remember the guy that you interviewed, which last time was Dave Walker. With, yep. At uh, Tresori Vineyards. That's right. And he was like, oh, in this part that he said, I can't even remember what he was talking about. But that like interaction of being able to share a conversation yes. we have with someone with someone else and have it come back to God, us. That's kind weird. of a weird way to put it. But it's really it was weird. very exciting. It was a lot of fun. It's like we sat down to have a conversation and then somebody else was listening into our conversation. Yeah. We got to share it. Yeah. Which is fun. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> so anyway, so we have another interview for you. Again, this week. Oh, with Serpa Peacock of Colleen Clemens and Ocelai Sellers. Mm -hmm. We interviewed her and it was amazing. And we uh, checked our audio somewhat recently, which was probably not the best idea to wait that long. Yeah, probably but, not. Um, and we found out we had some audio issues, some weird repetitive clicking noise that was you know sounded electronic i don't know what from or you know what caused it then we yeah. tried to fix it but it was literally not fixable i yeah. legit cried and <laughs> cussed for for about 20 good minutes yeah i was on the receiving end of some of that cussing. <laughs> sorry love you <laughs> love also you too. sorry mom i did not cuss <laughs> for all oh, purposes yeah. <laughs> all intents and purposes no mom i was not cussing ever never <laughs> i was on the phone with my mom the other day and she just like stops before she gets off the phone. She's like, you need to stop cussing on your podcast. I've been sending all of your podcast links to my friends and you don't need to be cussing. Yeah. You shouldn't be doing that as much. Yeah. Luckily, Sorry, I made, out, made it out of that scot-free, <laughs> unharmed, unchastised. Yep. And then my dad was very upset that I kept on saying, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I feel like, Sorry. Sorry, dad. That's who she is now. <laughs> No, that's not what I'm going to say. <laughs> Extend me as I am. I just want you to love me. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I was being really loud in those um, decibel rating. Yeah, there's Sorry, some harsh the peaks in there. Sorry, guys. But so I'll with the audio down. issues we had, we couldn't find a solution to it. We're not very well versed in audio editing. So we did everything we could, but it still was... Um, to put our maybe first curse word in here already. Pretty shitty. It was shit. Yeah. It was, it was garbage. Up. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we did what we could to salvage as much of the audio as we possibly could. I think we did a pretty good job. And we, yeah. Um, we had to lose some things, unfortunately, just to keep continuity. So there'd be a good portion, but there's nothing to lead into it. Um, 
so we had to kind of cut that out and hopefully we can talk to Serpa sometime further down the road because mm-hmm. um, as you'll hear she's got experience going through about what you know the same thing we're going th- to go through hopefully soon yeah um, and so hopefully we can talk to her again in the future um, expand on some of the things we talked about in this interview mm-hmm. and fill in some of the gaps that were left by our um, rookie mistakes whips yeah so uh, one of the things that she started talking about in the beginning was her position at Colin Clemens and um, that was all destroyed by clicks and uh, audio yeah um, so I'm gonna explain a a little bit god I can't talk today Danielle will run us through some of the things that we had to lose from the audio just because of our our rookie mistakes so here she goes ready steady spaghetti (laughs) no okay (laughs) okay we'll see if I can make it through this all right so Serpa currently is uh, director of sales and operations at calling Clemens and what that entails is packing and shipment uh, dealing with guests at the winery uh, she deals a lot with compliance um, which is basically shipping out of state um, and she does event planning too and let me tell you guys calling Clemens can throw down a great party and it is so much fun to be a part of so if you ever get the opportunity to go to one of their events please do you will not be disappointed. I love all of the things. All the things Colin Clemens. They're one of my favorites. Okay. Um, oh, God. <laughs> James is trying to hold up the paper right now, and I can't even read my own hand. Here, let me give it a shot. Okay. Let me jump in. Um, she doesn't help out much with producing the wine. Oh, uh, yeah. But we she does about... jump in as they need her to help out with things. She kind of... Um, I don't know. It's a small winery, smaller operation. So she helps out as much as she can in different areas when the need arises. Yeah, we were talking about the difference between like a winery manager and then her position as a director of sales and operation. Yep. So So not much on the production side, but she handles a lot of sales, mm-hmm. um, managing that side of things more so than the other. But, you know, she jumps in, helps package club shipments, things like that. You know, it's a bit of a uh, Janet, Jack, rather than Jack of all trades. Jack of trades. Yeah, Jack of all trades. I would say Jane. There you go, Jane Jane of all trades. That was close. Or Jill. No, it would be Jill, right? (laughs) Jack (laughs) Jack and Jill Jill. of all trades. (laughs) Nobody says Jack and Jane. So I don't know if we talked about this in the interview or if it was cut out, but one of the things that Serpa had talked about was that um, a winery, as it grows, kind of makes positions as they go to just cater to whatever they need. Mm-hmm. And so at Colleen Clemens, when she first arrived, there wasn't really, there wasn't, her position didn't exist, basically. Um, they just saw that they needed somebody in that position, created the position for her, and then said, you know, here's what we need you to do, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so as the winery grows... Yeah, that was basically it. I'm going to repeat myself. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to stop drinking the wine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Serpa also covered her journey into the wine industry. And um, 
We can give you the Cliff's Notes yeah, version we'll the, of I what was, we lost. Yeah, I was really upset that we lost all I that. I know, it's a good story. Yeah. Like so, I said, we'll have to try and connect with her again sometime and yeah. do a follow-up. Yeah. So she went to Linfield, which isn't too far away from where we are now, near Portland, Oregon. Um, and got a degree in sociology, didn't really know what to do with it. And her boyfriend at the time, now husband, John, was like, what would you want to do? that you like would be it would be something that you explain it james sorry (laughs) what would you be willing to do every day and not get paid for yeah i love Uh, that yeah that's such a good place to start for somebody who's Mm -hmm. like well that's not sure how it's going to be running our winery for a while yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) whenever we get off the ground Yeah. yeah and and then she was like well i love drinking wine and he's like okay well you should find a job that allows you to do that and get paid for it and so she was starting to look on craigslist because at the time there the weren't wine jobs usa the job bo- the big wine job board out there wasn't up wasn't and running around. yeah yeah and i don't think job positions really existed in wineries well, as like well i Not mean as like plentiful as today yeah and they weren't like posted and available to yeah. like external candidates i feel like you had to know somebody to get into yeah. that industry kind of the old school way of you got to know somebody who knows somebody yeah so she started working out uh, at a wine bar, not mm-hmm. like working out of the gym. Yeah, that just was confusing. In the back, lifting cases, getting <laughs> swole. Yes, <laughs> building that muscle. Yeah. <laughs> and she started working at a wine bar, gained some experience there, and then got a position at Archery Archery Summit. No. Yep, Archery Summit. Is it Archery Summit? Yep. They're, okay. It's on Archery Summit Road. Oh, okay. Because yeah. there's archery and there's arch- archery summit, isn't there? There's archers oh, and ar- archery summit. Um, but yeah. I always get them confused. I've driven fruit out to archers. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. that's where our friend Abigail also worked. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she mentioned. I think we say we're able to save the audio where she yeah. mentions that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, she was working as a wine club manager. No, she was working then... at, in the tasting room, and then the wine club manager position opened up and she was able to fill that position that's right yeah yeah and then moved over to calling yep. commons mm-hmm. so that's the cliff's notes version and we'll jump into our interview right now um might we, be a hard shift yeah sorry guys hopefully we picked up where she was talking about archery summit yeah and hopefully it's uh interesting and informative and actually makes some some sense i'm sure it does But it was just a a rough road to get here and save all that audio. So hopefully you guys enjoy it too. To those sort of positions as they grow too. So I saw a necessity for what what you're doing now. That's kind of cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you want me to go backwards a little bit? Sure, in my, yeah. my evolution of story. Yeah. <laughs> my evolution of uh, the wine industry. So I got started in 2006, which is hard to believe. Gosh, yeah. uh, the year I graduated from Linfield, so I haven't okay. gone far physically, mm-hmm. uh, and started in the tasting room. And then our wine club manager left kind of abruptly, oh. seven mm-hmm. whole hours of notice. Oh, wow. <laughs> And so I went into our sales manager. I was like, I'd really like help wine club job. I think that'd be great. It'd be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. So it took them a while. And I think they interviewed some other people. But eventually I got the wine club manager. And I did a lot more than just wine club. I still did tasting rooms and Mm -hmm. stuff and events. And uh, learned about shipping and compliance and those sort of things. So Yeah, Yeah, took advantage of the opportunity. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And 
that's another place where it's a bigger winery than here, mm -hmm. but there was still, it was still a pretty small, tight-knit team and mm -hmm. kind of the opportunity to do a lot of that. Yeah. They need people mm -hmm. to wear all the hats. multiple hats <laughs> yeah. all the time. So uh, that's how I kind of have my foundation to come here. And then awesome. Abigail, who worked here, actually mm -hmm. worked at Archery Summit. So that's how she kind of lured me over here because they okay. needed someone with a diverse set of skills. Yeah. yeah. So that's, awesome. that's how I got here. That's awesome. And yes. you've been here how long? Three, a little over three years. That's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any um, anything that you use to reach out to uh, to new customers? Hmm. Is it more word of mouth? Than... There's a lot of word of mouth. I'm always looking for what are people doing? What do I really enjoy? Mm -hmm. yeah. What makes it feel special to me? And then how can we translate that to the experience here? Mm -hmm. And so just finding ways to make people feel special and appreciated and that we have you know great food that enhances the wine and mm -hmm. um, a good ambiance is the goal outside of that there are other events we try to do that are hosted across the country i mm -hmm. think there's three or four a year at least uh, awesome. events like that yeah, yeah those are kind of our biggest marketing components mm -hmm. less so advertising yeah then yeah well limited yeah, yeah. You touched a little bit on your high scoring wines that you've had. I walked in and Steve told me, and I was just a little speechless. Mm -hmm. Not totally surprised because the wines are amazing. Yes, they are. <laughs> but then you get this kind of like really special accolade and you're shocked. Yeah. <laughs> and then you realize that's why your phone is ringing off the hook and you just prepare for kind of the neck ache from holding the phone and the the mayhem that will come from having to fulfill all the orders which mm -hmm. is awesome and yeah. a lot of work but so also great. awesome so yeah okay. it's it's you can't i don't know you can't find your way you just get lucky i think yeah. mm -hmm. i mean you make a solid product and then you get um, yeah and how are you guys like handling that huge influx of customers like was it i mean obviously it was a lot of work but like yeah. did you all feel overwhelmed like were you all trying to like pitch in and and like you're talking about wear those different hats and definitely sharing jobs <laughs> <laughs> yes it was how do we take what's our normal club shipment which wasn't enormous at the time and then replicating that process uh in a short amount of time too because you know in amazon culture everyone wants their orders within two days or less yep. and yeah. that's not always a reality for wine especially mm -hmm. with the weather being a factor uh, yeah. so it was just a flurry of everyone pitching in and coming in and working extra hours or extra days to pack and ship and mm -hmm. that's awesome. um, fulfill orders and keep smiling mm -hmm. even when you're, you're super busy so <laughs> yeah. and exhausted right yeah. i'm sure yep. yeah. uh, when you guys were shipping out boxes i've always wondered about like how you guys ship uh wine out to people because you know yeah. do you go through like a local post office only send fedex or ups and also golden state overnight in california and a little bit in oregon washington but they're a pretty okay. small company i don't think dhl does it so basically mm -hmm. ups or fedex the unique situation about shipping and compliance is that every state is allowed to make their own rules so we can't ship any wine to utah or kentucky it's completely mm -hmm. prohibited mm -hmm. Uh, that makes sense. For... Imagine why for Utah and, <laughs> yeah. and Kentucky. I, in theory, they don't want us to infringe on their bourbon business, yeah. I That's guess. Fair. But yeah. 
I mean, <laughs> I know a lot of wine drinkers that are into bourbon and yeah. vice versa. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't know that it would infringe that much, but you know. Yeah. What's a, a common mistake you see people making in tasting rooms? Yeah, maybe not just at clients, interact- yeah, not not here per se, but in general, <laughs> in the grand scope of things, when they're interacting with people in the tasting room. That's interesting. I would say, and we, I went to the Assemblage Symposium last week, which was amazing, and it was interesting to hear. We actually talked about assuming that the person you're taking care of doesn't know anything mm-hmm. about yeah. wine, or just uh, like in a way has no place in being there or you yeah. really need to kind of be patronizing in a way to them. Yeah. So to me, everyone that walks in the door, I want them to be happy and feel like they're kind of at a friend's house or mm-hmm. almost at home even. Yeah. Like yeah. I want people to be treated with genuine so that they leave here feeling like I definitely want to come back. So I think, mm-hmm. you know, being aware of people's age and or how they look or anything, I mean, in all in 15 years of being in the wine industry the people that buy the most wine are always the kind of the people that you might not expect Mm -hmm. and i think that we always have to give people the benefit of the doubt and that Mm -hmm. if they don't know that much about wine show them how awesome it could be so yeah yeah. is that a part of like being in the tasting room that you really enjoy like having that opportunity to educate somebody who doesn't know a lot about wine yeah definitely Mm -hmm. and how like i've always been curious about like how you might go about like talking to someone about wine who doesn't know and like anything at all like how would you entice them whatever you smell and whatever you taste all those flavors that's exactly right Mm -hmm. so no matter what the tasting notes say no matter what i might even tell you if you ask me oh okay i smell berries and spice and all this if you don't smell that that's okay Mm because your experiences are different your sense association is different. So that's just the most important thing to me for new people is, that's awesome. is that's really good making sure they're confident and cause wine yeah. can be a little pretentious sometimes and perceived Absolutely. is a little stuffy. And so mm-hmm. I don't want it to be like that. I want everyone yeah. to yeah. be able to enjoy it in their own. Yeah. I've actually like, heard a lot about that from, um, from friends of ours saying, you know, and that we feel like we have to pretend like we know what we're doing. Right. You know? And so, I, I was blanking again, so I was looking for, for notes. Ooh, we haven't asked you this one yet. What would your dream job be within the wine industry or without, if applicable? James wrote that one. Besides being here, I actually think this is pretty close right now to where I want to be. That's awesome. Um, mm-hmm. Would you ever um, consider like being like a winemaker or like... Or are you like comfortable? I don't have to answer that. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's a, it's yeah, we actually don't make I it have sound a like you're gunning for someone's job. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's good. Uh, I multiple layers to this question. Mm-hmm. So the interesting part of this, and I'm really intrigued in your story as well. But mm-hmm. my husband and I have a tiny little brand called Ocelot Sellers. We're making oh, Grenache from Washington, two hundred cases a year. So there is sp- that. How do you spell that? O C E L L I. Okay. okay. So it's, our last name is Peacock, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and that's the Latin word for fake eye. So peacock okay. feathers have fake eye spots. Yeah. Um, the the easy names like Peacock Family Sellers, Peacock Vineyards had already been taken. So yeah. yeah, makes sense. We had to get a little creative, and so we're also in this. I mean, we're in year. We're on our fourth or fifth vintage at this point. Okay. 
uh, we were working with a consulting winemaker because uh-huh. mm-hmm. we didn't know what we were doing. My husband's helped mow AU for the last 10 years or so every harvest. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he's been slowly learning and getting into it. And he right now works in the cubicle and he is kind of over that already. But yeah. <laughs> uh, he would like to, <laughs> to be a little more hands on and doing this wine thing because it's yeah. just yeah. a little more fun. So this year we brought in fruit for the first time and we're basically doing it ourselves with a lot of help from our friends. We've, yeah. We're not working with our consulting winemaker, so okay. I helped through the process of winemaking and I was there for all the pieces, That's bringing awesome. in the fruit Amazing. and getting it destemmed and wow. uh, just kind of everything. John was certainly the, the director of the ship, but yeah. there were mornings when, so he had about a week and a half off from work to get everything started and bring mm-hmm. the fruit in. And then there were morning punch downs and afternoon punch downs. So I became the morning punch down person and he was the afternoon. So I would Gosh. go in and, and do all the things and then helped him get yeah. all the wine into barrel. That's and awesome. so it's, it's intriguing to me, but it's certainly not what I would like to do. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. I, I feel much better on the sales, kind of behind the scenes sales and yeah. Yeah. that kind of thing. Uh, chemistry boggles my mind a little bit. It's not my That's strong suit. Got, right? so. You're a chemistry mind. Don't yeah. act like you don't know chemistry. Still boggles my mind. Right? <laughs> I learned so. about it in school and I still know any what I'm doing. Maybe <laughs> if you're listening, she's joking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you guys rent like space in a facility? We do. Okay. Yeah, so we're in a co-op space, August Sellers. Oh, okay. that's right, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Right off ninety nine. So the nice wow. thing too, we were making our wine in Seattle. Yeah. And if you've ever driven yeah. Portland to Seattle, yep, it's we've done it a couple times. Yep. <laughs> a nightmare. And if you do it back and forth in one day, it's oh, even more of a nightmare. I can imagine. So yeah. my heart is hurting right. for you just thinking about it. <laughs> so having the winery be twenty two minutes away from my house now is just stunning. That's so good. Amazing. So yeah. So a, you said that you're at a two hundred case capacity currently. Right. So are you looking to grow that number eventually or Yeah. With yeah. sales, yeah. which is the oh, hardest okay. part because yeah. people say, well, where can I buy this? Even if we're tasting with them and right. mm-hmm. literally out of the trunk of our car. Yeah. <laughs> so, and we have one account, go to Earth and Sea in Carlton. It's there, okay. but I mean, it's our website. We can do appointments at the winery, which uh-huh. is great. Uh, we're hosting our first release event there in a few weeks. So That's awesome. I would love, we would love to go. Yeah. February. If it's possible. Okay. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Totally. Yeah. February. Coming out. Okay. <laughs> Sounds awesome. And do so, you guys have so a website? We do. Okay. Ocelicellers.com. We'll what is it? Sorry? Ocelicellers.com. Okay. Yeah. Got to make Got it a plug in there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, so good. Yeah. So that's kind of the, the ultimate dream is mm-hmm. I'll be the sales and marketing end of our own brand ultimately. And, or I guess I am now. And then, yeah, yeah. you know, In if that future, grows more and, more and so. becomes a bigger thing, then. Yeah. So yeah. basically I'm going to keep on keeping on with what I'm doing. Just awesome. In, learning what in, you can. in our own thing yeah. so very cool yeah. and your husband john where does he see himself fitting into that equation like as winemaker mm-hmm. very cool yes. Yeah. yes does he have any interest in doing anything on like the viticulture like um vineyard management side of things or do you think you would work with somebody for that I don't know. The unique thing is, since we're focusing on Grenache and only Grenache, which, mm-hmm. you know, we're looking to all these producers that are solely Pinot producers here and yeah. saying, yeah. what if we do it with a different varietal? And that's how we're trying to differentiate ourselves. Mm-hmm. 
we can't grow Grenache here in the Willamette Valley, unfortunately, yeah. unless it does get a lot warmer and then gotcha. mm -hmm. yeah. we'll see. But right now, <laughs> not so <warming>. much. <laughs> so all the vineyards we're purchasing fruit from, they already have their own vineyard managers. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. um, would we consider that down the line if it made sense? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, awesome. I mean, we joked this year, I guess that one of the vineyards we use, French Creek is for sale. And he's like, well, do you yeah. have a couple million dollars handy? <laughs> That's what we no. always joke about. I go, oh, <laughs> yeah. there's this great place for sale. Right. It's only $2.5 million. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a couple investors yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a rich uncle I'll die. And, oh, you know. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we had any rich uncle, sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> sorry Details. if the uncle's listening. <laughs> so. it's, a, it's a possibility. Yeah. Maybe. But That's I think more the, the winemaking end and... He's also really into woodworking, so he okay. dabbles with awesome. that on the side. Yeah, I think he just wants to use his hands yeah. more than a keyboard. Yeah, in I the can well, that's completely so. understand. <laughs> yeah, I think that's kind of why I ended up where I'm at right now mm -hmm. too. So I didn't ever see myself in a cubicle. Right. So yeah. now I just get to be out in the rain and the snow eight <laughs> yeah. hours a day this time of year. So. And I never see like the weather outside. <laughs> I'm like, did the sun come up today? Because like I came into work and it was dark and I'm leaving and it's dark. Yeah. So yeah. I would Winter. love to work outside. <laughs> I'll trade you for a week. <laughs> okay. It's a good test. Yeah. Yeah. I do love my job though. Please don't fire me. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you find the, um, the, all the licensing and stuff? How did you find that process? Was it extremely oh, yeah, like challenging you want me to be honest right yeah absolutely i'd rather i'd rather be kind of Tell beat, us what we're beat down into. now and ready for it when we go into it than then come into it like ah oh, this is gonna be a breeze and then just get crushed yeah it's not the worst thing ever okay i mean there are worse things but it's not always easy and it's not yeah. always clear i think that's the trickiest part yeah. of finding the answer sometimes it's there's always some kind of documentation it seems like but it's never super clear okay uh so i think sometimes you're just going to be like pulling your hair out and mm -hmm. your best guess is usually right okay that sounds fantastic yeah. <laughs> i mean you can <laughs> and you'll scared. or you'll figure it out yeah yeah um i think the actual like finding your your name mm -hmm. and, and that creation isn't that bad you can yeah. do trademark searches or mm -hmm. uh, to find out if that works i actually haven't done colas the label approval process okay. Uh, okay. that was yeah. something i was actually chatting with our winemaker tonight about because mm -hmm. uh, he's taken care of it here and it was handled by our compliance folks when i was with archery summit okay. and so uh, john's done all of our details okay. and he was working through some of that because there's a lot of annual reporting right now yeah. and it's yeah. just it's kind of like what do you what do you want from us yeah exactly <laughs> sometimes yeah uh but once you're approved then your your label's approved and you're good to go and unless you make any major changes you're fine mm -hmm. right. so getting through that's not too bad i think the harder part is shipping yeah. in that kind of compliance mm -hmm. and trying to figure out each individual state and then yeah. keeping good notes and even there's software yeah. out there that helps you but it's not always aligned so i just yeah. put in all of washington and they're like well you're telling us you're paying too much taxes now and this needs oh. to align with your initial number hmm. well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there's little just tell me what you want there's just little details yeah where you're like how does this happen and i think yeah. And how is it going to work? And how am I going to make this easier going forward? And so, mm -hmm. like, 
every state has a folder. I keep notes. The annual ones are the hardest because sometimes you're like, did I do this this way last year? Has something changed? Yeah. Um, Seems like I didn't, but here we go. Yeah. And so you just figure it out. And there's other, there's just always something it seems like, but Mm -hmm. there's also a lot of really good resources yeah. Did you ha- that you reach can out rely to anyone? On. So yeah, <laughs> uh, just knowing. I think the best part about this industry is people are pretty collaborative mm-hmm. and pretty willing to help yeah. when you run into problems. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes it's hard to ask for help, so it's important to be like, someone else has done this before. Yeah. Yeah. How can mm-hmm. I? <laughs> yeah. Who, who can I reach I out to? Yeah. 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 Instead of trying so. to reinvent the wheel. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Or just bang your head against the wall. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting lost down this endless like press three for da 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 department. Yeah. And then you leave a message. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After ten minutes of a phone tree. Yeah. <laughs> so it sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we're getting into. Yeah. Don't worry, I'll handle it. Oh, Thank goodness. <laughs> I mean, if you can just sell all your wine direct out the door, you don't have to worry about nope. much. Would never yeah. ship it. That yeah. would be ideal. I mean, there's still like, like state reporting, but yeah, right. I do feel like I don't know. We'd have to figure out if it's worth the hassle to do interstate shipping, but yeah, I feel well, like there's some states open. that have no requirements at okay. all. So Florida, you can ship all day. Yeah. Maybe we just open up to those. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Just thinking about it, obviously we're a long ways off, but just thinking about it, I wouldn't want to, if we're going to, you know, be able to do online sales, I wouldn't want to close off any, you know, any market, any potential market. Not that we'd be doing a lot, but, you know, every few bottles sold would really help out then. Mm -hmm. Every bottle sold makes a difference. Yeah. That's the thing. When you're first starting, it's, I've been fortunate to be in established businesses outside of my own yeah. mm-hmm. and it feels easy because people are already walking in the door yeah but still you want to see growth you want to you know keep everything yeah. going Not and just stay the same but when you're small and no one knows you it's like every bottle matters and you don't it's it's this mm-hmm. trying not to say no as much as possible yeah, yeah. Always being a yes man yeah. as much as possible, mm-hmm. uh, make it work. and making it yeah. as easy as possible in a really yeah. tricky environment. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That's awesome. it's an adventure. But yeah. you know, when you get there, I'm happy to help you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. We really appreciate <laughs> it. Give yeah. you some yeah. direction and yeah. <laughs> thank goodness. <laughs> so you're not my you're not alone in this <laughs> adventure. Yeah. So. You. Yes. Well, thank you so much for sitting down You're and talking welcome. with yeah. us. We, it's been great. Yeah. We learned a lot. We did awesome. learn a lot. <laughs> I'm really looking forward fantastic. to to your adventure. Thank yeah. you. Well, we <laughs> Keeping up. We yeah. will let you know when we launch, and then we'll awesome. keep you in tune. Send you links. I'm following you on this. Instagram now, yeah. so awesome. <laughs> we'll send you links to this episode and Perfect. all this stuff, so you can, if you want to share it, you can share it. We really hope that you enjoyed our interview. Um, full disclosure, we did mute out parts where we were talking about where I worked. Daniel's employer. <laughs> yeah. And also, we did want to mention that um, Serba had talked a lot about pump overs. And I'll let you explain what that is. because well, pump over is just especially in red wine making. Um, when you are fermenting, there'll be the skins float, skins and 
must and odds and ends float of the grapes yeah in the tank float to the top tank or barrel whatever you're using as a fermenter float to the top and they create a cap and so you can do a punch down um, which is using a paddle of some sort to push that stuff down or your feet as i've seen <laughs> yeah it all depends <laughs> on on your style on instagram we were watching i think it was yeah. oh a, yeah because it was a very thick cat yeah it some was australian group black cocky wines yeah we don't want to blow up their spot <laughs> <laughs> but yeah they were like jumping up and down because it was a very thick cap that wouldn't go down They're super but cool, a pump like. over i'm fairly certain i don't have much winemaking experience but you do the same thing but just you get the same um Effect. result yeah by using a pump to pump wine out from the bottom of the tank over the top of that cap and that's helping extract more of the flavors and colors and all that stuff from the skins mm-hmm. yeah so it's basically mixing the skins back into the grape juice as it ferments yep yeah yeah Yep, yep, yep. So, oh, I was going to say that the Black Cocky Wines, I really <laughs> like their Instagram. I think they're yeah. so fun. They are fun. So if... They're winemaker. I don't know if it's a big group, a little group, but they obviously are just having fun at it. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. aren't like, I mean, they're serious about it because it's not an easy thing to do, but they're just enjoying every second of it. Yeah, I think that when we eventually have our winery, that's something that I kind of want to do, is just take everybody behind the scenes and let them see what's really going on and the entire process of it and have some fun with it too. Yeah, somewhat like this where we don't just throw out a weirdly edited episode and say, whoa, oopsies. (laughs) Sorry, guys. (laughs) We tell you why. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So what's been going on in our worlds do we want to talk a little bit about we can do a quick quick update we don't want to run too long today yeah go ahead oh kick us off uh james finally finished up our business plan which is really cool yeah it's a very very rough draft yeah (laughs) but it's a completed draft which is super exciting it means we're actually like making progress so that's super fun and i think we're we're going to be recording a complete update episode. Yeah, we'll have an update episode probably as the next episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see what we can do for that. Yeah. And um, other than that, we took a trip up to the gorge last weekend. Yep, yeah, to the Columbia River Gorge. That was gorgeous. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> so punny. So punny. They have a lot of really nice wineries up there. Yeah, really interesting stuff yeah. going on up there. We met some really cool people. Thank you, Tetrahedron Winery. Yeah. And Idiot's Grace. Yep. And also, oh, what was the third one that we went to? Aniche. Aniche, yeah. Yep. Aniche Cellars. Yeah, it was all fun. It was surprisingly not super duper busy being the day after Valentine's Day. Yeah. But uh, we had a great time. Tasted some great wines. Met Mm -hmm. some great people. And we might, hopefully, in the future, be talking to a few of them. Mm -hmm. uh, Getting some interviews from them. Learn a few things. Yeah. um, And be sharing that with you all. Yeah, that's right. Um, and we've been talking a little bit on Instagram with some people, so we're lining up some more, uh, some more interviews for yep. you guys. And we'll hopefully break out of the, you know, Newburgh, Oregon wine scene for you all. Yeah, get some variety in here. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's a guaranteed thing we will do that, but hopefully we'll be able to do quite a bit of that for you guys and kind of, I don't know, bring a lot of variety to you. Yep, get lots of different points of view yeah so in the meantime drink plenty of wine 
Yeah. Stay hydrated. <laughs> Eat all the Always snacks. Always pack a towel. What? Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> you never you know what it'll come in handy. And on that note, see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>